You're listening to the Claret and Big Blue Podcast on the Pass the Gravy Podcast Network. <laughs> Damn, Daniel. Taken away by Wicks. Let's see it! Oh, it's glorious! It's Pettis to Jones! Oh, what a catch by Dickie with the jump! Here as far as Saeed Ben-Rama! And we are live! We'll do it live! Welcome everyone to Clarity and Big Blue, probably the only podcast on the internet dedicated to West Ham United and the New York Giants. That's right, football, football, balls. Great one stage time, Mike Fish and I am joined as always by the main man, Alex Middleton. Alex, how you doing, buddy? I'm doing all right, man. You know that post-draft come down where you're just looking at, like I was just doing it before we started the pod, like, oh yeah, let's look at our draft class again. You got that to just, yeah, so you're drinking out of your hope mug. The hope is high right now. I'm, I'm feeling positive. I'm feeling good. We're not going to talk about soccer to the second half of the podcast because that's when I'm going to get depressed and angry and upset and mad. But right now, I'm just, I'm thriving. When I think about Big Blue, the blue portion of the Claire and Big Blue, it makes me very happy. And that has historically on this podcast been the part of it that made me sad. But right now... I have that 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 shimmer of hope. I'm I'm feeling optimistic. The glass is half full on this part of the podcast. So I'll give you that's a little teaser. Getting ready for West Ham talk in the second half. But right now it's feeling half full. How about you, buddy? How are you doing? I'm doing very well. Did you how much of the draft did you watch? Did you watch the whole thing? Did you oh, watch um, tune out after I uh, after watched the, the New York Giants? watched the first half or the first night. Um, did not give two shits after we did it. I cover the Texans on the morning show I'm on, so I kind of, you know, kept up with Texans. But the Giants and Texans were done at the first half of the draft. So that was awesome, like the first half of that first draft. So I just got to play Xbox, have it on my iPad, kind of tune in, check out some trades that happened. I was waiting for, like, quarterbacks to fall, and that never really came to fruition. But this is probably the least amount of draft I've watched ever since, like, they televised it as much as they did. And I didn't feel bad. Like the Giants, uh, the Giants app was updating me on all our picks the second after we did it. Um, if the TV was on, I'd, I'd turn on the draft and check it out. But I don't, I'm, I'm going to be honest. I don't know a ton about DJ Davidson, the defensive tackle we took out of Arizona State. Um, I, I don't, I didn't know a ton about Wandale Robinson out of Kentucky, but I know you're stoked to give us all that we need to know. He's a big, you're a big UK guy. Your favorite yep. team. Um, we'll get to that here in a second, but yeah, how about how much of it did you watch? Were you glued to your te- your television set or the the tube, as they say? Yeah, I had I had night one on, and then I pretty much faded out once the Giants picked their second one, and then I just kind of had it on in the background. But that's about it. I even missed because I'm normally I know I like to speak about this. I, I even missed my like my favorite part of the draft, the round seven when. Seriously, like maybe one person in the crowd knows any of the names that they're bringing out now. Or like sometimes there's the guy that like he was a fun story, like oh this guy, or like not like a fun story, but like he overcame something. This guy almost lost his arm in a car wreck or a bicycling accident, and now he's getting drafted. What was really weird because a lot of the players, a lot of the players didn't come out onto the stage like they normally do. 
Well, because on the seventh round, like nobody's there. No, but even like because I remember there was, it was I can't remember the player, but there was this, they did big announcement of oh now Steve Smith is going to take the stage for a special moment, and so I thought he was going to come out and say something, and he just walks out, shakes the guy's hand, and then walks off again. It's like, oh, okay. I always that was I weird. I don't want to knock fans because fans are obviously the most important part of a team, except for like, I would say now the GM and the head coach right now. But um, again, I am also somebody like I went to as a part owner of the Houston Roughnecks of the XFL. I would go to games in the like the, the one fifth or one size fits all like uh, oil outfield, like oil work clothes or whatever. The, the onesies, the dude onesies, I don't know the name of them. Coveralls, coveralls, okay. coveralls. And I had the hard hat, and it was like, yeah, I got all hyped up. I always think people that go to the draft are kind of nerds. Like, you're kind of a nerd to go to the draft and be like, let's go, team! And I mean, like, Fireman Ed for the Jets had to be there. Our boy LPG had to be yeah. there. Like, there's those guys. But then there's the people that, like, uh, like there were people for the Texans. It was like, uh, like I'm the go Texans lady. And it was like she had <laughs> cowboy hats and, like, Texans like clocks on her and stuff, and it was like you went to Vegas to watch the draft. And like, I'm like a- I think though, I gave you a pass because it's like I always want to go support your team. This year though, you get a pass completely because it was in, in Vegas. Vegas. So it's yeah. like, no, we're gonna go to Vegas. Yeah, we're gonna watch the draft. Uh-huh. Uh huh. Yeah. We're not hitting the craps table on the way back or anything. We're definitely we're watching the draft, and you could tell night two nobody was fucking <laughs> as hyped as they were the first night. It was about. Half the size, and then day still hung over. Yeah, filtering in and out like as the last thing to do. But um, I don't know. I it 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 always seemed kind of like nerdy to go be like, oh, let's go. Like especially now that they're moving around, like I'm gonna go to Cleveland and root on the Giants at the draft. Like, yeah. nah. I'll watch it on uh, TV or I'll just check on my phone and be like, this is how it is. And I'm making fun of myself because like you'd be like, Alex, well, why couldn't you just look at the score after the game? I was like, because I don't. I'm I don't know. But to me, it feels weird to go root for the draft. You yeah. don't have any say in it. You can be like, my booze got to the players. But like, being like, I disagree with this fourth round pick that I didn't know a lot about. That's weird. Even the fun of the, who's, what's the commissioner's name? Roger Goodell. Yeah, I do kind of want to boo that. Like, so I get it. It's but even that's kind of starting to fade out thing. where it's like. You go yeah. you with the face paint, you with the face paint to the draft. Just chill out a second, you know? But now it's one of like see something thrown at him. But like, I think the booze have played out. Let's go. No, nothing, nothing he hard. With shields, he comes out with like human shields now. Because usually I was surprised that he came out with Derek Carr. Because Derek <gasps> Carr doesn't get as much love as you would think. Derek Carr and that amazing haircut he had, um, which was like I want a mullet, but only on like the side. He looked like a video game character. No, what, what if next like, year been, Roger Goodell comes hat. out in one of those Pope mobiles? With like the the bulletproof gas all around no, him. No, because he's already he's already figured it out. Like he figured that out a couple of years ago. He's like, if I just bring the troops with me, like, hey, but hey, I, fuck me, right? But like, also these people are veterans and have served our country. And everybody's like, boo, oh, all right, yep, yep, for the troops, for the troops. And like, he had Derek Carr, and like they were in Vegas, which I think it was like Marcus Allen. There were a couple. I just dropped my pin. That's why I'm. Yeah, I was gonna say you're very smoothly pattern. carrying on there. That's- beautiful <laughs> uh but he had some like raiders people i was like i don't think they give a shit as much in vegas about the raiders as they did and like even if you saw uh, like ice cube at one point he was like cube get up here my dog what's happening homie and you're like chuck goodell 
and Cube was still wearing Oakland everything. Like, I don't know. It was it was weird. But now he brings that shield to kind of like take away. Like, they're not all booing me, right? How crazy is this? They boo the people that walk out. They're like, no, nah, I think it's you, man. But here's the troops. He has a purple heart right here. We're not gonna boo that guy that I'm also standing next to. We're best friends. It's brilliant. It's a brilliant marketing ploy on his part. It's almost like the the dickheads come out with, with the, the child who's sick. Huh? Huh? Oh. Don't boo okay. this kid. Don't boo this kid. And everybody was like making fun of the like. I had some people making fun of the kid that did the Giants' first pick, that drafted Kayvon Thibodeau. First off, that kid was hyped. Oh, I loved that kid. I loved yeah. every second of that. And like, I want him to announce me every like, time I walk into a room. Yeah. Like, that kid was so hyped. And I was like, I want to be as hyped as him about Kayvon Thibodeau. I am hyped. You're right. Fuck yeah. We got Kayvon Thibodeau. Let's fucking go. And Kayvon was like, I fucking love this kid's energy. Let's go. Like, was dapping him up. They got the picture. When you saw, like, Kayvon and, and Goodell were about to do the picture, and he, like, reached over and grabbed the kid. He's like, no, 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 no. You get to be in this, too. And the kid was like, Yes! But I was like, I want that. I like that's just remember to save that gift. We're gonna use that anytime anything positive happens this season for the for the Giants, which I'm expecting a lot of because that kid gave us a bunch of good vibes. But I had some people like, hey, what the fuck's the deal with the kid that's like jacked up on the mic? And I'm like, um, that's a make a wish kid, so maybe don't make fun of him. But even if he wasn't wow. a make a wish wow. kid, why are you we're saying, bitching we're on boom, someone? We're gonna make fun of a make a wish kid. Even if he wasn't make a wish, he's he there. He's a fan on stage. What would you want? He was jacked. He was wearing a suit. Fucking, that's classy as shit, dude. Dude in Vegas wearing a suit. I don't know about you, but like, I don't go to Vegas a lot or anything. But when you go out places, like if you're in a hotel and you're going out to do stuff, and you're like, this guy's wearing a suit. Now that is classy. And, and it's like, I've gone to UFC fights where there's guys in suits. And it's like, why would you wear a fucking suit yeah, to a UFC weird. fight? But I don't know. That guy has, that guy's on another level than me. I just think he's like, that guy's probably like, he probably came here in a limo. I just assume that kid, like, he looked like a fucking pimp, dude. I, I bet he can count name. cards. I wish we had his name, but like, yeah, I bet it, I bet he was banned from every casino. They were like, that kid is up to something. But I don't know. His, his I want to play craps with no him, way. but imagine roll with the ice. There's no way Kayvon Thibodeau can be a bust. No, no. way. Not with that energy. Kayvon was like, you know, I, he, he was very spiritual in all of his talking. Like, you know, I just asked like, you know, the world to show me I was ready for this moment and it did last season and I think that I'm ready to go and, you know, I'm ready to be a giant and I'm the world brought us together like this and we're ready to, show, to prove all the doubters wrong. And I was like, okay, that with him being spiritual, the kid giving out vibes, like, we're good. Fucking Chase Young had all that hype when he came out. We're fucking, yeah. It's the next Aaron Donald we just got. Then, after that, then it got, I, I, again, I'm not a college guy, so I was, like, saving my hypeness until they announced the position. Your third round. No, even just, like, whenever, like, oh, and with the seventh pick, the New York Giants trade, Evan Neal. Offensive lineman. Yeah! <laughs> You're like, good, we need that, which is crazy, because, like, hey, remember Gettleman and, uh, and, and all of the coaches under Gettleman, where it was like, hey, we're going to... We're going to address the offensive line situation. Get some big hog mollies up there. Except we're not really going to draft them most of the time. We're going to draft Justin Thomas, and that's it. But that was just because he was staring us in the face. Like, other than that, we're not going to address any of this shit. And they didn't. And it was like, oh, this is what, like, competent GMs and 
head coaches do. They'd make picks that seem like they're good picks. And also, like, anybody that you get from Alabama, you're like, yeah, he's probably going to be good. Yeah. they have to, Haven't they won, like, seven national championships in the yeah. last six years or something? But honestly, it was good. Like, out of the 11 picks that we had all overall, I think 10 of them were defensive play players, whether they're on the defense or offensive defenders, I think. We only had um, one. We had three. We had offensive tackle. We had a receiver. We had two guards and a tight end. So it was pretty spread out. Yeah, so six of the 11 were well no but even if they're on the we, even we if they're on the offense, offense they're they're defensive players in the offense right they're off linemen basically yeah yeah we needed help on both sets of the line and we did address that um fun fact we love guards from north carolina because we took two guards from north carolina that's just a little stat i wrote down draft day don't good really stat. know a lot about Marcus McKeithen or Joshua Azudo, but Mel Kuyper liked the Azudo pick, so he seems like he knows what he's talking about. And yeah, we took all of North Carolina's guards. Darian Beavers sounds fun to say. I don't know who he is a lot. I know Cincinnati was good last year, and I know that everybody was like, Giant got steal in Beavers, and I was like, all right, I'll take that. And then, I mean, Wandale Robinson, bro. How excited were you, a graduate, basically, of basically. UK, of Kentucky, um, your favorite college football program in the world? Yep. Um, I mean, just go off, King. Tell us all about you. Like, you loved this dude at UK. I mean, you thought it was a – you were like, he's going to go in the first round. Didn't quite go in the first round or second round. I was, I was we shocked. we got him. He fell to us, so they obviously listened to you. What do you think yeah. about the Wandale Robinson pick? I mean, I mean, I can tell you so much about Wandale Robinson. I'm gonna actually go start dinner real quick. Um, yep. Do you, I'm just gonna let Mike. I got my headphones in, so I'll be listening. But Mike's gonna just tell you guys all he knows about Wandale Robinson. Right. Yeah. So Wandale Robinson, born January fifth, two thousand and one, is an American football wide receiver who plays for the New York <laughs> Giants of the National Football League. He played college football with Kentucky. He previously played at Nebraska from 2019 to 2020. Oh, a transporter guy. Yeah. Robinson played at Western Hills High School. <laughs> I, I, I mean, I could go on. I could go on. I, go don't, on I don't know, boy. Two more paragraphs. And so, yeah, this, the Wikipedia page is not that big, but so, yeah. <laughs> but uh, I'm excited. Just I just saw Kentucky. I was like, yeah! Fuck yeah! Well, all I'm seeing from the football guys and gals out there is that Kadarius Tony and him should pair very nicely with um, one another. So you're going to see a lot of pre-snap movement probably by the wide receivers. We did address Daniel Bellinger. Um, good rinse. We no longer have Evan Ingram to worry about giving the ball away. Uh, we needed to fill a tight end spot. And um, Bellinger was one of the tight ends that I saw um, kind of around the area that we got. We got him in the fourth round. Um don't, again, don't know a ton about him, but we addressed the tight end issue. It was like the cool thing about this draft that Gettleman and co failed to do year in and year out of their tenure was it was like, all right, well, Giants going in. What do we have needs at? Offensive linemen. We got some secondary issues on the defense. Defensive linemen. Maybe add a receiver here or there. Tight end. And they were like, boom, offensive line. Offensive line, defensive line, offensive line, wide receiver, offensive line, cornerback, safety. 
like all of those needs that we needed to have addressed. It was like, oh, hey, look at them. They're doing that thing we need. Like that, it was watching competent GM and head coachmanship, whatever the word I'm looking for there. It was awesome. It was a beautiful thing to see. And yes, we can't really give draft grades out. I think that's really silly when people do that. Because um, you don't know until the, these guys their first full season. But giving a graph a draft grade out, which we're gonna have to do here. I give the Giants the best draft grade of all in football. So the Giants had the best draft of anybody this season. They won the draft. Please give us our trophy now. Giants officially won the draft. You heard him first. Except that's in a bank. Yep. So um with with that. What else did you have draft-wise you want to discuss? Nothing, I mean, not, nothing really Giants-wise, but yeah, I was, even though going into it, there was a lot of talk about this not being a very quarterback-strong class. I was very shocked that I think, I think, was it by round six, there was only two quarterbacks drafted? Like, I felt no, almost, uh, I started to, to feel bad. Third. <laughs> went to the third, I think the, the uh, formerly the R-words, they took, um... The Sam Howell out of North Carolina. Pretty awkward to be and a quarterback so he in that draft. He was like fifth round. But yeah, it was, it was like there was three quarterbacks by the third round, which is kind of crazy. But I mean, it's, it solidifies everything we said. I think we've got at least one more year of Mr. Jones. Oh, he, he gets a make or break year. And I mean, that, as a quarterback, that's all you can hope for. It would have been tough to see him like... I get the hate on Daniel Jones. I do. I understand the arguments against him, but like he's never really gotten a fair shake. And yeah, he's made mistakes and there's been stuff that he's done that he should get better on. But when you have a different offensive coordinator and you have two head coaches and all of this shit just gets thrown at you, it's, it's not easy to like just adapt that quickly. And Maybe maybe he's not going to be the next fucking Patrick Mahomes. I'm not saying he is, but you got to give him a fair shot, and I think he's going to get one this year with Dable and and, and that. Everyone drafted by the Cowboys and the Eagles. Alex hates now. That's what that's what Alex O says, dude. I fucking do, but I hate that. I think the Eagles had a really good draft. Like, <laughs> they got the all the you guys. The Commanders, I don't really know. When I, like, I, I think, like, fuck the Cowboys. I heard they reached in that second pick they had. Um, but I, I thought that the Eagles got all those Georgia guys and just it's like Alabama with me. Like, Georgia was very good defensively. If you got anybody from Georgia's defense, fuck. Not in our division. That happened. So, I don't know. But I hate them. I hate them. They're going to fucking suck, though. I'm going to curse them. Yeah. I think the key to this season is... I've, uh, there's many things, but the key, key, key thing is Daniel Jones needs to stay healthy. He needs to play all the games this year mm-hmm. if he wants to stay at the Giants. Because I think now, I mean, it's still, early, it's still way too early to stay, but I think he's got better tools around him. He's got, a, I think, better coaches around him. Definitely better coaches. Make a break. Um, but yeah, I think that's pretty much wrapped up. The Giants speak um let's move on to before we talk about west ham let's talk about everyone's favorite quiz that happens throughout the week it's where we turn over to alex to find out 
How many things can he name? How many things can you name? Now, tomorrow is May 4th. Everyone knows it's Star Wars Day, and everyone knows that Alex Middleton is a huge, huge Star Wars fan. So I, I thought we'd take it easy this week. So I'm going to put 30 seconds on the clock. And it's going to be really simple. In 30 seconds, all you need to do is name as many Star Wars characters, characters. as you can name. All right, um, Luke, Leia. Han Wait, Solo. no, give me, give me first, give me, give, give me Luke full Skywalker. names. Luke Skywalker, Princess Leia, or Leia Organa. Um, you had just Finn. He was just a guy. There, there was Finn. Um, yep. Daisy Ridley, but I can't fucking think of her name. Um, I already said Han Solo. Jabba the Hutt. You had yep. Yoda. You had Darth Maul. Darth Vader. Um, Frodo, yeah, Frodo, R two D two C three PO, um, BB twenty, whatever his name was, BB eight, BB eight, um, Jar 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 Binks, um, and I'm run, I don't know, man, uh, Uncle Ben. You had Uncle Ben, Obi Wan Kenobi. You had Qui Gon Jinn. Look at you got that's it. Time's up. Anakin, you got about Sebulba in the first one. Remember, he was like the weird alien dude that raised pods. I named a lot. Yeah, I think in, within the time, I think you got Yo about Elliot twelve or thirteen. Was, was he? He's one of the little hairy dudes on Return of the Jedi. Good for him. Ewok. Ewoks. You excited? You excited? You're gonna be going out in your favorite Sky Sky Wars Star Wars cosplay tomorrow? <laughs> I'll be waiting for Revenge of the Fifth. Yeah. Do you watch any of the Star Wars stuff on Disney Plus or DP, as I like to call it? I haven't. I started watching. I watched like one episode of Mandalorian. I never like caught up. I uh, it had the intention to. I like Star Wars. I have all That's the good show. The Boba uh, Fett one is funny because that's just pretty much Mandalorian too. Like they just—it's just the same thing, right? It's just about Boba Fett. I mean, and I won't spoil it until you've seen it. They're trying to make one with Obi Wan, right? It comes out at the end of this that. month. They—they're releasing it on like also... the twenty-fifth anniversary of the first Star Wars movie, but hmm. if they're going to release in May, surely May the fourth would have made more sense. PR wise and marketing wise. Oh yeah, I also feel like um, I really like. There's storylines I want to know about, and like there's all those like the animated Star Wars stuff where you have like the Snakehead Lady. Um, yeah. Not Medusa, but not Medusa. she's got a whole series. And I just don't. I don't know about her, so I'm probably not going to be as interested in that. But if you had like what made Luke and Kylo have the falling out, like I know they kind of show a little bit of it in the new star wars but like if you could have a whole series on like kylo training under luke and then why it didn't go well i'd be down for that what went wrong star wars fascinating mm-hmm. all right let's switch up some gears let's talk some oh where are we going samuel jackson yes he was in star wars 
Mace Windu. Let's dance. Hammer time. All right. So uh, we can kind of rather than rather than go into like breaking down the last two games and looking forward to the next one, I think we can kind of just merge it into one kind of conversation here because it's all depressing. Um, we're fucked. We're fucked. We lost to Iron Frank Frankfurt two one at the London win. Stadium. We lost two one against Arsenal. Dead. We're dead. Yeah, that happened. It's it's this it's Thursday it. is all or nothing, right? Broken. It's the bubbles part, and where it's I get mad at myself because I rooted for this team, I picked this team, and just like my dreams, they fade and die. And you guys fucking taught us that song, and it's just you're doing it to us again. Damn it, West Ham. Damn, like you got me so hyped for this season. I was like, last year wasn't a fluke. We're gonna go right back to Europa, and it's just like, no, not gonna happen. Not gonna happen. Hey, well, at least, at least we have Europa League. We can maybe have a shot at getting to the final. Oh, hey, JK, fuck you, dude. We don't care about that either. Chelsea, fuck you. Tra- tracked Frankfurt, or whatever the fuck their name is. Fuck them. And then fucking j- just, okay, against Arsenal. Hey, let's not show up too. Also, fuck you, Mike Dean. Go fuck yourself, you fucking piece of shit. I hope you, I can't wait I hope you lose your car keys. All the, f- I hope you drop them in a fucking gutter. You can't ever get them, and I hope like then you get a replacement set of keys. And the exact same thing fucking happens to you every fucking day for the whole rest of your miserable fucking piece of shit cunty life. You fuck. You fuck, Mike Dean. Oh, hey, look at me. It's the Mike Dean show. Oh, you guys thought you came to watch West Ham Arsenal? No. It's all about me. Look at me. It's the fucking Mike Dean show. Go fuck yourself, dude. What a fucking scumbag. What a fucking piece of shit. Oh, yeah, no, Jared Bowen simulates, but, like, the rest of the shit that went on, none of that simulation or anything like that. Okay, cool. Go fuck yourself, Mike. (sighs) This is the glass half empty portion of the podcast. I warned you about this. I said, I'm just, I don't, I don't believe in this thing anymore, man. I gave up. I gave up. I see, I'm, I haven't been like eight. We're like eighth, maybe, in the Premier League. We're probably going to no. get passed by Wolves. Wolves is going to pass we're, us. Well, we're we're going to fuck like up Norwich. Shit. You think we're not going to fuck up Norwich? We're going to go all in on Europa. We'll probably fucking lose that to one. We're draw and lose on aggregate. We're going to fucking then go and just look, oh, we're tired. Uh, fuck it. Like, let's just mail it in against Norwich. Nothing's going to happen there. United's going to win. Wolves is going to win. We're fucked, dude. We're <laughs> fucked. We're not making the Conference League. We're not doing any of this. It's not funny. Stop laughing. Stop laughing at it. We're mad. Why aren't you mad? Why aren't you as upset as I am? I'm very upset right now. I don't know if you can tell. I think it's a shout important. I'm enjoying your pain because you seem to be more pain than me. I hate it so much. I hate it so much. I hate this team. I hate that I loved them as much as I did going into that match. And on Thursday, I was just like angry. I was so angry. And then on Sunday, I was just angry to start the match, and I was angry the whole fucking time during it. Minus when we scored the type, and then I felt a little bit better. But I was just... We're fucked, man. We're fucked. I don't think it's over. I don't think it's over. I'm tracked is so much better. It's so much better. They should have no. beat us like... It should have been like 4-1. It should have been 4-1. We... Jared Bowen hit, hit the post once, hit the crossbar once. That game could have been so different. And if Leon taught us anything, we're not afraid to go away from home and just destroy them, not embarrass Leon. them They're in front Leon. of their friends They're and their family. Tracked. 
They're iron truck. They have fucking flares. Flares should be banned. Should not to, you should not be allowed to start flares in the stands. It says public safety hazard. He That's does what help I did drink. do, man. That's what I've been doing all week. Obsessed. <laughs> Ever since. But yeah. All or nothing. I think I think realistically Wolves aren't doing anything. They're, they're playing terribly. So I think worst yeah, case in the league. Well, we're not gonna we're not gonna finish sixth anymore. We're gonna finish seventh and get Europa Conference League, which would be terrible because we're a downgrade. So we we need to win this game. We need to, and then probably we're gonna end up having to face another German team in the final, RB Leipzig, because Rangers are shit in the bed as well. Gotta keep the faith, man. I have none. It's gone. It's gone. Well, in that case, the only way is up. Baby, for you and me now, the only way is up. I want to cheer up, mate. I'm not. I refuse to. Weak is ruined. Don't you smugly sip your coffee. Don't you smugly sip your coffee like that. Coffee. Don't you smugly sip beer in a coffee mug <laughs> that you're using for branding purposes? Go to merch.cbbpod.com. Buy your mugs. Because we are all mugs. At the end of the Do day, it. As we say in England. One mug means you have sympathy for us. Exactly. And hope. Apparently there's t-shirts there as well. You can buy that as well. What they say? So, very two contrasting thoughts there, then, going into this game against Frankfurt on Thursday. Uh, what's your prediction? We're going to lose. It's probably going to be 2-1, 3-0, some shit like that. We're going to lose. Game over. We're fucking done. I probably might Keep as well throwing your pen up. on the floor. Just, just don't even show up. I know I am. I'm angrily throwing my pen on the floor. If only you guys could see pen cam, it'd be wild. But we're going to lose. See, I think we're going to win. Well, I think it's going to... 2-1 and then have to go to penalties and lose in penalties? Probably. That's probably West Ham. and be the West Ham way. Make us, hey, we're not going to... It's not over yet. Just wait a little bit and we're going to stress you out and then we're still going to let you down. That's definitely what I'm predicting. It's going to go to penalties and we're going to lose on penalties and it's going to be even more depressing than we thought. If we go to extra time, I'm just going to turn the game off. I don't know how it No, ends. you won't. I'll know how it ends. Don't lie to yourself. I'll turn it off while I leave the notifications on my phone on. <laughs> <sighs> but still, yeah, I, you know what's really annoying is actually, even if though I still think there's a chance for us to make the final, I thought the final was at the end of the season. It's not. It's the, like the Thursday before the season finale against I'll Manchester City. I'll play the final City. on Thursday. That's bullshit. That's I don't bullshit. understand why we... Like have the Champions League final on the Sunday, have the Europa League on the Saturday beforehand. Have it like the big season playing. But no, we have to play on Thursday again before Man City Stupid. on the final day of the season. Stupid. But that would be, I mean, if, if, that would be like a gift for Manchester City because if we, if we manage to make it to the final of the Europa League and win the Europa League, so we're guaranteed Champions League football no matter what. Fuck, yeah. Man City might need to win that game. It's basically gonna be like, go on, just do it. You fine. We're, gonna give a we're shit. not. We actually didn't even start a keeper, man. Y'all just, just have this one. We don't give a fuck. We're gonna be in the in the stands with our, with our fans just partying. Instead, we're we will not be be uh, participating in today's match. That'd be nice to watch. 
I wouldn't give a shit. Happen because we're gonna lose on Thursday. So, as always, positive vibes here on the Claret and Big Boo podcast. Not right now. Vibes are very negative. Hey, Alex, what's up? It's it's past Alex. Remember week seven when Daniel Jones had that sick one-handed catch? Huh? That was cool. Remember? <laughs> Boy, I'd try to you up. Now. That was Giants, though, and they make me happy now. So, if only we yeah. could have both of our teams making us happy at the same time, that'd be great. It's, it very rarely happens. Very I think rarely. it happened like when we started the podcast, seventy episodes. I think we had like a little run of like three games where West Ham and we Giants were like, won. The ha- we are on top of the world, dude. And I know. Now look at us, broken men. <sighs> but yeah. Well, one of us is going to be right next week, and we'll have that to look forward to. Um, what else have we got to look for? What else? Positive stuff to look forward to this week. We've got other podcasts that you can listen to. Uh, we've obviously got Past the Gravy and Waffle Box. What have the good, gracious people of the Gravy Gang got to look forward to tomorrow? I'm um, hopefully you'll be um, happier by tomorrow when you record that. We're going to talk about domestic bliss. The fuck is Maybe that? I'm a chef now. Maybe I'm a chef now. I'm a week off of work. Who knows? We're gonna talk about what my what I've been whipping up in the in the kitchen. We're gonna uh, we're gonna talk about fashion because the Met Gala, um, Ozark. You seen that? Finished that today. That's pretty crazy. And I'm also gonna bring up how how motorcycles. You never hear about them getting flat tires, but they do. They do get flat tires. Huh. You know? I feel like maybe motorcycles need to have a spare. Why would you keep it? Not my problem. I'm not a motorcycle company. But that's gonna be it. Yeah, that's like, just thinking about it. I never even thought about that. Imagine if you did get a flat tire and run a motorbike. That's gotta be scary shit. Have fun walking. <laughs> right? all over the fucking place. So we we get about. We, I have some other some other ideas. I'm gonna throw across to the fellas. Hopefully another three hour podcast tomorrow. Um, no. But Pat has already hit me up today before we started recording. He was like, "So my internet, my cable, but really shitty." Um, would you guys want to maybe do this one in person? And I was like, all right, well, um, why don't we test tomorrow morning? Cause I don't have to get up in the morning for work. So I'm going to get up whenever he does. And probably like, <laughs> like one o'clock he'll, uh, he'll test with me and we'll see if, uh, his, if his internet's out and if not, he'll just come here and we'll have a, it'll be me and Pat sitting here. Old school. Yeah. Robert wouldn't have to go to that one, but. But yeah, um, we're gonna do our two final... weeks in a row, right? They've been missed. We're... Well, he he'll be here. He won't be here in person. Just we found a way the... where Robert won't have to be present in like the same area. Like he can do it remotely. Gotcha. Just Pat and I to be in person. But um, yeah. then we're gonna do our final mock draft of the season because Robert had to miss last week. That was why we had like a three-hour podcast because Pat and I have no self-control. And then uh, we're going to answer your questions and tell you guys what's not cool this week. What about Waffle Box, though? What do we got to look forward to there? Another crazy world record? Another dumb world record. Um, then we're talking about the death of Netflix, because that's slowly dying of death. I was watching um, Netflix we... today, though, so is it? Well, they've still got one person. That's good. Hmm. Um, and then we're talking about the Northman movie review. Uh, Star Wars, and obviously ending on the feel-good moment of the week. So lots for you to look forward to. Um, but yeah, we'll be doing a trapdoor Star Wars special where we'll be deleting Star Wars characters from history because like they that. suck. 
Uh, so yeah, so check those out. Win. What's that? Jar Jar Banks has to win. Well, no, I didn't put him in because that'd be too easy. You gotta make oh, it difficult sure. to choose. Yeah, because he would win. He's he's honorable mention. He's gone already. He's the greatest Star Wars character of all time. That's gonna be my hot take tomorrow. I don't know if it's gonna die in the hill. <laughs> you're, you're crazy, man. You can you go and use it in my Or do I say Jar Jar Bank was Jabba the Hutt? Just he lost a lot of weight. Worst Star Wars character was Jabba the Hutt for me, and they're like, "That's Jar Jar." I'm like, no, 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 no. Did you ever see him in the same place at the same time? Nope. Exactly. He just exactly. got the gastric band, loss of the punch of weight. Sorry, so he... he was trying to watch his weight, dude. Don't sh- don't skinny shame him or whatever it was. Um, if it's live, there's gonna be so many beers. Oh yeah, oh yeah. So if you want to find that out, what's gonna happen on this? Check them out at Past the Gravy Pod on Twitter. And for that one, I think you're definitely gonna to want to go to YouTube.com and search Past the Gravy to see that one. Past Gravy Podcast, yeah. Um, and if you want to listen to me, I got a uh, Waffle Box Pod on Twitter. And check those out or go all the links enjoy at wafflebox.com also i am uh doing a little bit of you know testing out on twitch um i did a, a little watch long i did watch some classic supermarket sweep whilst i commentated nice. over them that was fun uh, so like if you want to go to twitch.tv slash pop couture just if you want <laughs> the spelling because it's all fashion baby Go to Pop Couture, so P-O-P-C-O-U-T-U-R-E on Twitch. And I'll just be doing some really weird shit on Twitch. But I like it. Fun. I like it. Check this out. But yes, obviously follow me at Mr. Mike Fish. Follow him at Alex J. Middleton. Go to cbbpod.com for all the links. Merch.cbbpod to get your hope mug and other shit. But until next week, don't forget seahorses forever we'll see you next Tuesday hey let's go to Peyton he's gonna break down that touchdown can't hear shit never mind